You're listening to the Elegant Alchemy podcast with Rima Nuri, where we explore how to cultivate a rich inner world whilst creating an elegant outer one. Let's get started. Bonjour, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Elegant Alchemy podcast. How are you all doing? Well, these last times when I ask participants in my courses this question, the answer I most often get is tired. Can you relate? Are you feeling tired too? If so, you're not alone. As I'm recording this, it's end of February and the end of winter people usually are tired. They are tired of the cold, of the wet, of the dark. And now, of course, at the time of this recording, COVID has been here for a year. So we are tired. We are most definitely tired of that, which means we have no energy no energy at the end of winter, no energy after one year of pandemic, no energy to court. So how do we find energy? Our homes should be, of all the places, the one place where we find our energy. But at the same time, when I say home, maybe you started to groan because you are so tired of being always at home. What with corona restrictions, it seems like we are never anywhere else but at home. And maybe you feel that your home is not ideal or perfect. You've been staring at your walls for all winter and maybe for the best of last year. And it has been sucking out your energy. So, when you think of your home, maybe you feel it's really not ideal. I don't know where to start. Stuff has accumulated. Maybe you have your home office or the children are at home too. There's clutter everywhere and being at home all the time shows in the wear and tear of your home. So right now, your home might not be the place where you feel you can recharge your batteries, but let's face it, your home has to be the place right now and it might be the only place for the foreseeable future. So I invite you to make it happen, to transform your home with very simple steps in such a way that it boosts your energy again. Let's get started. How to boost your energy with the help of your home in four simple steps. Let's start with a place that boosted your energy in the past. A happy place. A place where the alchemy between you and the surroundings resulted in giving you strength, energy, inspiration, joy, happiness. Think of a place where you have really happy memories, maybe a holiday, your honeymoon, or maybe a beautiful romantic weekend, or a family holiday, which all of you remember fondly. Or maybe it's been when you've been traveling, 
some amazing landscapes or the discovery of a new culture or a place where you met inspiring people. Or maybe you have a place where you go to recharge your batteries. It can be a lovely spa by the sea or in the mountains or that yoga retreat you traveled for to Italy, a meditation retreat or holidays in a monastery or hiking in the desert or maybe it's a creative workshop. Places that give you energy could also be something that's actually near to you. Maybe it's your library or your childhood home where you come back to your parents or grandparents. It can be a theater or a very special boutique. When you think of your places, your happy places, how do they make you feel? Take a moment to think about it. Do they make you feel calm or serene or joyful or sparkly or full of lightness? What is it? Which quality boosts your energy? And now, how can you incorporate more of that feeling into your home? That is the question. We're going to look at how to do that in four very simple steps. Each of those four steps has two components. The first one is awareness and the second one is action. Those steps will be small steps. They will be simple steps that doesn't make them less powerful. Actually, the participants in my programs are always amazed at the power of small and consistent steps. I am a firm believer that small and consistent steps are the most powerful way to get where you want to be in life. So, step one. Get rid of energy drains, or if you want, energy suckers. Energy suckers in your home is everything that triggers a thought or a feeling that is, well, sucking out your energy. A feeling of should, a feeling of duty, but in the heavy way, not in the joyful way. A feeling of irritation, a feeling of, of shame, you know, things like that pile of papers sitting in a shelf waiting to be sorted through for ages, or that half-dead indoor plant that has been bothering you, or maybe that drawer that doesn't open properly and irritates you each time you try to wrangle it open, or the light bulb that's flickering, or the grotty shower, or the cluttered basement. Or maybe you have some completely outdated artwork on your walls, which you feel embarrassed about. Or some grimy bottles or stained towels in your bathroom. Disturbance are most often small things. The things that don't function, the things that make your life unnecessarily difficult and complicated. Things that affect your self-esteem. 
before we go any further, once you'll start to look for those energy drains, you are likely to see them everywhere in your home. And then there is a chance that two reactions kick in. The first one is overwhelm. Oh my God, it's everywhere. There's so much to do. I don't have the time. Overwhelm. And the second one is self-blame. Often when people start to take a good look at their homes, and by the way, the same happens when people start to take a good look at their body, they see something that is so far away from those polished things they see on Instagram or in a magazine. And it triggers a lot of judgment, of negative thoughts, of a should energy. And once the hamster wheel in your head starts spinning in that direction, very quickly you feel that there's no point in doing anything but to take your handbag, throw a can of nitroglycerin in your home, close the door and just leave. Which of course you can't do if only because we have a pandemic and corona restrictions. <laughs> Here's the thing. When you think of your house, how did it get built? It got built brick by brick. So that brings us back to small steps. I'm suggesting you to get into action, but without all the drama. So how do you do that? Stop where you are if you're at home. If you're not at home, just imagine your home. Look around. Can you see one energy drain? Choose one and make it a small one. And then just do it. Replace the light bulb. Sandpaper the drawer. Throw the plant into the bin or take it outside and put fresh soil into it. Bleach the towels. Throw a couple of the grimy bottles in your bathroom in the bin. You get the idea. Something quick and simple. And if there is a valid reason why you can't do it right now, then put it in your agenda and mean it. Meaning that when you put it in your agenda, you will show up for it and you will do it at that moment. And when you do that consistently for, let's say, a week, you will start to notice a difference. You will start to notice a difference in your energy, how you look around, how you feel, how you will go about other things in life too. You'll see. Just try it out. So, how do you achieve that consistency? We are going to borrow from Mademoiselle Coco Chanel for that. Coco Chanel famously said, before you leave the house, look in the mirror and remove one accessory. She said that, of course, so that people, women wouldn't clutter their appearance with having, I don't know, earrings and rings and necklaces and God knows what else. That's always a good idea. 
But for our purpose, we are going to apply that to our homes. So each time you leave the house, before you leave the house, look around and remove one energy drain. You can put a reminder on your front door, make it a post-it, or a picture of Coco Chanel, or whatever works for you. By doing it this way, you are eliminating very organically, very elegantly, the energy drains from your home, and you are completely sidestepping the whole drama and indecision and self-blame and all that thoughts that play havoc in your head. Nothing of that. You just do your cocoa every day. So that was step one, eliminating your energy drains. Step two, enhance beauty. A reminder that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Never forget that. Beauty is not how picture-perfect something looks or how Instagrammable or what your mother-in-law thinks about it. Beauty is about your experience of beauty. Let's start with your most happy places in your home. What are those? For me, the most happy place is hands down my bathroom, followed closely by my garden, except in winter, of course, then it's becoming my fireplace. These things vary, by the way, depending on the season, depending on what's going on in your life, at times it might be the bedroom, in other times it might be your garage, your study, your office. Choose one or two, not more, three max. These are the places you're going to start bringing more beauty in. Of course, it's not limited to those places. You can do that, and I encourage you to do that eventually with all the places in your home. But the places you love most, when you enhance them, you will get the most return of your investment. Let's say if your garage is your happy place because you are doing creative work there, then by all means, go and enhance your garage. But if your garage is something where you just park the car and never give it a second thought, then really putting a lot of effort in your garage is a bit a waste of time and space and energy. So how do you enhance beauty? When you think of your happy room, let's say your bathroom, on a scale of 1 to 10, how beautiful is this room for you, remember? Maybe you give it a 5. You give it a 5 because you have that wonderful deep bathtub which you really enjoy and you have beautiful tiling behind the bathtub. That's why it's a 5. But it's not higher than a five because your towels really have seen better days and you still haven't gotten around to get a decent shower curtain and your 
bathroom cabinet could do with some decluttering. See what I mean? That's the way to go about it. Now, how can you bring more beauty into that room? In our example, it's the bathroom. Maybe you can buy a couple of new towels or you can give it a good scrub down or you can really upgrade your bathroom cabinet. Think about if your bathroom or whatever your room is would be one point higher. What would need to happen for that? Again, make it a small action. It doesn't mean that you have to break down the walls or change all the plumbing or some, you know, like horrible, hairy, costly action. No, make it something small. Break it down into something really, really small and then go on and enhance, bring more beauty into your favorite places in your home. And that will, again, snowball into your energy, into how you feel about your day, about your life, into everything else in your home. So, that was step number two. Now, let's have a look at step number three. When we talk about all those things, it's of course not about the house per se. It's about the people who live in the house. That would be you. You and your life. So in order to boost your energy, let's have a look at your personal energy leaks and energy drains. What are your personal habits that are not really helpful, that drain your energy, that leave you tired and discouraged and depleted and stuffed and not generally happy with yourself? It could be binge-watching Netflix. I mean, from time to time to binge-watch Netflix is a nice thing to do it habitually or because you want to avoid things that would really get you forward, is draining your energy. Mindless eating is another classic. You know, those midnight uh, raids to the refrigerator. Hanging on for hours on social media. Again, like Netflix, like eating, social media can be fun if it's in the right mind space if it's in the right proportions, if it's in the right time. So you get the idea. You know, binging on too much social media, binging on too much food, binging on too much information, or some things might be avoidance activities. You know, when you do something just to avoid what it is really you feel you need to be doing. Or the other way around. Maybe you are working too much. Home office. Maybe you don't have clear boundaries and suddenly you find yourself working 12 hours a day because there's always something to be done. All these things drain your energy. And I'm sure by now you think of a couple of energy drains and habits which are less than ideal yourself. So, 
how can you make it a little harder to do those unhelpful energy-draining habits? Let me give you an example from my own home. When I moved in here a couple of years ago, I didn't have a TV and for the longest time none of us really felt the need to have one. However, last year it became obvious that it would be nice to have something to watch a movie from time to time. So a TV was bought. My son, who is studying movie making, wanted it to be a large screen, understandably so. But I didn't want a huge screen to take over all the space in my living room and to draw all the attention to it. The solution we found is to put the screen into a closed unit, which served two purposes. A, you don't have to look at that screen all the time. And B, it makes it a little bit more difficult to watch TV. Because the one thing I do not want to get sucked in to watch TV all the time. So it's a closed unit. There are a couple of plants and things standing there. In order to watch TV, you have to move them aside. It takes less than a minute. But that's enough to make it a mindful act. Meaning that when we watch TV, it's because we want to watch TV. It's not some background numbing noise machine. <laughs> so... If you think about how can you set up your home in such a way that habits that drain your energy or potentially drain your energy are just a bit more difficult. If your weak spot is midnight snacks, how can you set up your home in such a way that it's a bit more difficult? If you work too much, how can you set up your working space in such a way that it's a bit more difficult to work after a certain hour in the evening? If you feel that you don't go to bed early enough, how can you set up things in your bedroom to make sure that you go to bed at a decent hour? See what I mean? And finally, we come to step four. What is bringing you joy? What boosts your energy? Which activities? Which habits? What is something that's really lifting you up? Is it quality time with your friends, your loved one, your family? Or maybe is it cooking? A relaxing bath, reading a book, being intimate with your partner. Maybe it's something creative like writing or painting or needlework. What boosts your energy? Now, when you have found, I would say, two or three things, when you have identified two or three things that you find always boost your energy, that always leave you with a smile on your face and time flies and you just, you are just in the flow. 
How can you set up your home in such a way that it supports those things? Let's say one thing that really, really, really makes you happy is making love with your partner. How can you set up your bedroom in such a way that it's really inviting? Maybe you need to clear out the indoor bike or the TV or the laundry on the floor or maybe you need to buy some new sheets. If the one thing that really gives you joy is your hobby, let's say painting, how can you set up your home in such a way that it's really easy to get to the easel and grab a brush and your paint and start painting. If the one thing that makes you happy is cooking, how can you make sure that your kitchen is a place that just makes you smile when you step into it? Maybe you need to reorganize all your cooking gear or buy a couple of new supplies or declutter your knife drawer. You get the idea. Set up your home in such a way that the things that you know boost your energy become much more prominent, much more easy to do, much more obvious. So these were the four simple steps to boost your energy with the help of your home. Get rid of the energy drains in your home, enhance beauty in your home, make your energy draining habits a little bit more difficult to do and make the habits, activities and things you love a little bit more easy and obvious to do. Simple steps, do them consistently and your energy will get a boost for sure. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Elegant Alchemy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you do so, please give us a review on iTunes. And don't miss to check out Le Petit Mot, the weekly newsletter where we share exclusive content to inspire and guide you through the week. The topics there cover practical how-tos to upgrade your home, prompts for your self-coaching, laser-focused questions and food for thought to inspire you to live your best life, inside and out. Merci, au revoir and à la prochaine.